What's up, homies? Welcome to another episode of the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm Angel. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And together, we're going to break down this crazy real estate market. We got another great podcast for you, Angel. It's the beginning of the month. What time is it? The midweek market update for the county of Los Angeles. Yep, it's the monthly update. We're going to recap what just happened in April. Did prices in Los Angeles County go up? Did they go down? What are we to expect in the future? Mm -hmm. So as usual, we're going to go rocket rounds. I'm just going to go over the data really quickly. Me and Andrew are going to dissect it and then give our advice for the future. Mm -hmm. So let's go right into it. The median sales price in Los Angeles County as of April 2022, $900,000. Increased $30,000 since last month. And it's up 12.6% year over year. So last April, we're talking about $799,000. That's a $101,000 increase for the median sales price. Another strong indication of whether prices are actually going up or not is median price per square foot. And yup, it went up from $594 in March 2022 to now $612 in April 2022. That's an increase of 17.2% year over year. Now, when we look at inventory, how many homes are available right now? We're looking at roughly 9,511 active listings. That's a decrease of about 20% year over year. And we typically see in April somewhere in the ballpark of, you know, 15 to 20,000 listings. So you can see that we have about 6,000 listings less that are available on the market. When we take a look at inventory month supply, if there was no more homes listed in Los Angeles County, it would take 1.6 months for the current homes available on the market to be sold. In a balanced market, we're talking about five to six homes. In a seller's market, six plus months. So you can see that Homes are selling really, really quickly. When we take a look at median days on market, we're talking about nine days on market in Los Angeles County, which is why it's incredibly important that you get pre-approved ahead of time and you know what to expect, make a very, very strong offer. And then lastly, I always tie, I always you know, want to take a look at closed volume just to see you know what the overall health of the real estate market is looking like right now we're about negative eight percent year over year so we did sell about 15 billion dollars in in real estate but it's usually increasing year over year and we decreased this month so it looks like the real estate market is starting to cool off a little bit angel what catches your attention the most about this real estate update um did not expect it to, to continue to go like this. To be honest with you, I was I thought we were going to see a little bit of um, a slowdown in the market. Not like necessarily a big slowdown, but just at least more of uh, not an increase, right? So at least staying stable as to mm-hmm. where it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of a decrease. Mm-hmm. Reason for that is mm-hmm. the increase in interest rates, right? I thought that would play a big effect into to in which direction the market is going. Mm-hmm. But, you know, home prices continue to go up. Days on market continue to be, be um, in the single digits. Mm-hmm. So price per square foot's gone up. All these indicators are showing that despite the increase in interest rates, that home prices and homes are continuing to fly off the shelves, right? So 
what I can say on the loan side is there's it seems to be less and less loan applications. Actually, this week, loan applications went up a little bit, and that was because the purchase applications went up. But um, even though loan applications decrease, it's more refis that are decreasing. Purchase applications are continuing to to increase almost every week. Some weeks is a little bit of a decrease, but for the most part, people are still applying to purchase homes right now, despite the increase in yeah. the market. One thing we're going to see later today is what the Fed, the Federal Reserve is going to do. Um, they're saying that they might increase the Fed rate about half a percent, which is going to indirectly affect the interest rates, right, and the, the mortgage rates. So, you know, are we going to see rates climb up to the 6%? Are we going to see rates stabilize and stay somewhere in the, in the mid fives? Or are they going to drop, you know, and I think yeah. today is going to be a good indicator of what direction the rates will be heading for majority of the rest of the year. Yeah, that's that's really, really key right there. Uh, the Fed funds rate definitely does influence what mortgage rates look like. That's why we see mortgage rates now approach mid to high fives in a lot of instances. And we are approaching the warmer time of the year. That's why we're starting to see more mortgage applications. A lot of people tend to want to look for homes in the spring and then going into the summer. So uh, that might be one of the big reasons that we're seeing median sales price increase so much. Um, one of the things that's kind of interesting to both Angel and I is interest rates are a lot higher than they were just three, four months ago. We're mm -hmm. talking, you know, almost 6%. So it's almost, a, it's almost doubled in the last like six months. Yeah. And when interest rates increase, your purchasing power as a buyer decreases now because yeah. now you qualify for a lot less. So typically that downward pressure should make homes sell for less. So yep. it's incredibly interesting to see how much home prices have gone up in just the last two months. In the last two months, they've gone up, you know, roughly $65,000. And that's considering interest rates increase probably about a percent or two in that same time frame. So um, we don't know. You know, if home prices can continue to go up at this rate, um, one thing that really caught my attention about this is not just the median sales price going up, but the the number of, of days on market, right, and how fast these homes are selling. So right now, nine days on market is the lowest we have ever seen. So it just indicates how incredibly competitive this market is right now. And how important it is to make sure you have all your ducks lined up, make sure you're pre-approved, make sure you have a game plan when you're looking for homes. Because what we are seeing is a lot of buyers who get pre-approved and then just start looking at homes with no type of game plan. They don't know how to make strong offers. They don't know when the ideal time to look for homes is, the ideal mm -hmm. type of homes to make offers on, and then they just get overwhelmed by the market. And this is incredibly important. You want to make sure that you have a game plan when you start to look for homes. Um, actually, as a real estate team, we have a PDF that shows you the top five ways to help you lock in the best possible deal. And it's helped many of our buyers purchase homes under market value, sometimes, you know, upwards of 15 plus thousand dollars under market value, which is incredible or like unheard of in this market. So I just want to make sure you have some sort of game plan mm -hmm. with your realtor and with your lender and make sure you're all on the same page. Uh, go ahead, Angel. I don't mean to cut you off. Just want to go 
to a quick like story time of a personal experience. Let's hear a story time. I love story um, times. So I did an open house with a realtor in LA County. Mm-hmm. A house was listed at six fifty. This was two, two or three. I think two weeks ago, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Uh, each day, the property had about fifty plus families. Each day, so wow. Saturday and Sunday is fifty plus families. Um, I know at the time her high. I don't know what they ended up opening escrow at. Um, but the highest offer she had was 740, mm-hmm. 740 on a $650,000 home. Right. So that's one to show you how competitive the market is and mm-hmm. how active it still is. Mm-hmm. And then two, a second, same, same property. I'm helping this lender with the cross qualifications. So what a cross qualification is, is when you as a client and your realtor put an offer on a home, the listing agent, especially in this market is probably going to ask, is going to ask you and your lender to contact their lender to make sure that you qualify and there's not going to be any issues in escrow so she gave me four contacts to cross qualify uh two of them decided they don't want to move forward on the property and then another two um were having issues with the cross qualification one the lender one of the borrowers the lender needed to update the information still get updated pay stubs updated w-2s make sure they still qualify for this house Right. Yep. So imagine you're out looking for a home and you're being in contention as being one of the potential offers to be accepted and your lender can't provide that information on the fly. Right. And that's something we need to have updated on our end or at least have something to send, you know, to show the the buyers or excuse me, the sellers and then the the sellers agents lender that, hey, these guys are well qualified. They can make it happen. They weren't able to send me that, provide the information. Um, And then eventually, I think they were a little bit overwhelmed. So they just said, we're going to pass on it because they just needed to get all that updated, right? Mm -hmm. Which, as a lender, you're doing a disservice to your client, right? You can't do that. Um, Can't provide provide that information uh, or at least try to get on it as soon as possible. Then another client... Um, the lender was having trouble running what's called a DU, which is a lend. It's a approval system. You run your loans through, mm-hmm. I guess the system was down and I understand things happen like that, but you know, and Anthony knows when we, when I send, when I give a pre-approval packet, it has a DU already included. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I sent it over. I always send that in our offers to make sure. And, and she took her almost over a day to get me a DU. Right. And I'm telling the I'm telling the agent, the listing agent, hey, we're everything looks pretty good on this file. We just need the DU to confirm, you know, that it's getting approved because that's really important. The DU is probably the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And they couldn't get me. They took too long to get it to me. By the time they did that, they decided to go with another offer. Right. So these are things. This is why it's important to have a good realtor relationship, mm-hmm. a good lender relationship. You guys are always on top of it and making sure you're putting in strong offers and they're able to perform when necessary. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some of these instances, I, I could tell that the listing agent and the lender didn't have a relationship that she just that this client. You would, mean the buyer's agent and the lender? Excuse me. The, the buyer's agent and mm-hmm. their lender didn't have a relationship yeah. like they were because, you know, when they have a relationship, they'll they'll get in a group text. They'll text me. Yeah. Make sure everything's in. You can. It's different. You can tell that she had that the buyer, the buyer's agent had to go to the buyer and tell him to contact his lender and do all these things. Yeah. And it, when you're not working as a team and in, in, in uh, time sensitive situations, then it can cost you potentially getting your offer accepted. So that's what kind of happened in this case. So just wanted to sh- share with you guys a real life experience that, that um, I was a part of recently. That's really, really important. Communication is key in order to uh, fall with, uh, in order to protect 
you as a buyer and to make sure that you stick to your deadlines. Uh, like Angel said, you want to have all your ducks lined up. And it's a really, really good idea if your realtor, your lender, and then yourself as a buyer are all in a group chat together. And you're really using that group chat as like your escrow chat where you're just talking about where your progress is at. Mm -hmm. And that, that open line of communication is there. Yeah. Because you don't want that to happen where you as a buyer have to talk to your realtor, then need to talk to your lender and relay information back and forth when they can just communicate to each other and just make yeah. it so much Simpler. easier for you. Right. Yeah. And you don't want that extra headache. And it, and I even had, I saw there was four agents, right? Um, one of them backed out. Actually, one of them never even replied to me or the buy, or the listing agent. So listing agent saying like, just do a cross call, see if your client looks good, then You'll be considered as one mm -hmm. of the offers to be accepted. The agent never even replied to us. So I don't know if the client didn't want it or she just never relayed that information to her client. Right. So it's important who you're working with in this market. For, mm -hmm. This is something very simple, guys. This isn't anything complicated we're asking for. Mm -hmm. Very common. And they couldn't even get it done. And it was mind boggling to me because usually when you talk when you talk to a, about doing a cross qualification to the buyer's side, they know that they're in contention to get their offer accepted. So they're going to want to get it done quick. These people were just taking their time. And yeah. I was like, what's going on here? Am I, did, did they not get my text message? Do, do they not want the home or what's going on? And um, it was kind of mind boggling to me to see, to be honest, a little bit of unprofessionalism on there and, and not really doing the doing, they were doing a disservice to their client. Absolutely. And reputation does carry, especially as a realtor. Like if, if you see that one realtor is not responding and they don't have a great reputation, then you're not going to want to work with that realtor, even if they have the better client sometimes. So that's really important that that communication is there mm -hmm. and that reputation is there as well, because yeah. sometimes that can be the factor that determines whether your offer gets yeah. accepted or not. And actually Anthony brought up that good point. Sorry. Last thing to say <laughs> reputation. That was, that was critical. That's one thing the, the listing agent told me she was all like maybe it's maybe this is a good thing they're not responding because now we know how they're going to be in escrow they're going to mm -hmm. be unresponsive so mm -hmm. right away i already put a, a foul taste in mm -hmm. her mouth and it, it it um lessened the chance of them getting their offer accepted just because the realtor wasn't responding yeah absolutely so angel i love love the story times uh this is really important information here as buyers um and even sellers to really gauge what the market is like and what the escrow process is like and how important communication is. Um, I want to give a piece of advice for sellers now, just because yes, we're in a tremendous, you know, sellers market. Yes. Homes are selling for record prices, but interest rates are increasing sellers. And we don't know how much more home prices can increase considering interest rates are increasing. So if you're a seller and you have a ton of equity and you are looking for a time to cash out on all that equity and maybe take that money elsewhere or retire or go out of state or whatever that would be, I'd say that the next couple of months are going to be a very critical time for you to try to cash out and take a lot of that equity gains that you've received mm -hmm. just because it looks like interest rates are going to continue to increase. And again, as interest rates increase, it puts downward pressure on sales prices because people are qualifying for less. So don't think just because home prices have always, always gone up that they will continue to go up. At some point, interest rates will catch up and it's going to impact 
the median sales price and how much uh, homes continue to increase. So it's just something to think about because we cannot predict the future. We have no idea what's going to happen. And if you are going to sell, it is a favorable market. What I would consider you to do to sell your home for more is just focus a lot on the cosmetic stuff, painting, curb appeal, uh, uh, stuff like that. That isn't going to cost you a tremendous amount of money, but is going to impact how much your home is going to sell for because everyone just wants this picture perfect home that just looks nice. And then you can kind of take it from there. Trust me. Doing the whole entire teardown and renovation takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money. And sometimes the ROI, the return on investment isn't even there. So just going and sticking on the sticking to the cosmetic stuff might be the best possible way to sell cash out and be able to take that money elsewhere. So just wanted to give that piece of advice for you sellers. Um, Angel, is there is there any last last words that you wanted to say or should we just wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I think uh, that a uh, story time was just a really good example of of what's going on in this market right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see though where it goes with the feds and what they announced today, and uh, what direction everything's going to be headed in in the real estate and mortgage and mortgage world. Quick question: Do you predict home prices to increase in the next month, or do you think they'll start to decrease? Uh, they increased thirty thousand dollars from so March to April. All the homes closed in April were with usually probably rates that were locked in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, March rates were were better than April rates, so April rates have gone up a little bit. Um, but I think you know I think it's going to continue to go up. It's it's honestly insane right now. It's like you 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 would think history shows when rates go up, especially we're at the I think the fastest pace um, rates have increased since I think it was the eighties or nineties. So rates haven't increased this quick in a long time. Yeah. When rates increase this increase in general, it usually means home prices slow down. Mm-hmm. It's not the case right now, guys. So um, remember, it's simple economic supply and demand. There's just not enough supply for the demand that is needed right now. Absolutely. I'm right there with Angel. I think home prices will continue to unfortunately increase for the next two to three months. Um, Unfortunate so long- for you, buyer, not you sellers. <laughs> so you long, sellers. yeah. So long as interest rates don't go to ridiculous levels, right? Yeah. You know, seven plus percent at that point. Well, that's kind of cautioning. That's going to scare a lot of buyers away. So, I hope this gives you a good idea of the Los Angeles County real estate market. Angel, where can we find you at? At your mortgage angel on Instagram. At your mortgage angel on Instagram. You know where to find us at the Nose Group. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I really recommend watching this podcast on YouTube. If you haven't already, we're going to put all the charts there. Trust me, it makes a huge difference looking at those charts. It helps it make it easier to digest. So with that said, I do want to wish you all the best. Thank you, homies. Take care. Thank you. Hey, homies. It's Anthony. This podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.